0: Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years.
1: Melissa, we've been working, as you know, on this new product launch
0: Yes, um, at know. work mm-hmm.
1: and uh, we Sent a press release out yesterday <laughs> announcing it. Yes. <laughs> except we weren't super coordinated on it, <laughs> so the website wasn't exactly done.
0: <laughs> ah, uh-huh. We. Right? You got a frog in your pocket.
1: <laughs> uh and so it's cool that we did this press release, um, except we didn't quite have everything thought ready. through or ready. Uh-huh. Um and then hours after that press release went out we got an email from a customer <laughs> asking to buy our new product. <laughs>
0: Wow, that's super cool. It
1: is cool, except we don't have a salesperson or pricing (sighs) or any other thing that would make it possible to buy (laughs) our awesome (laughs) new product.
0: Oh, my gosh. What the (laughs) heck? Is this your first rodeo? I thought we've talked. This is not your first rodeo.
1: (laughs) This is a funny thing because, right, this is like part of – my mo or something. It's yes. like, yes, like we build stuff, uh huh, and I and then I don't know. We just put it out there in the world. Well, right, yeah. just just before it's like fully baked.
0: Let me just be a little more precise, if that's okay with you. And of course, I mean all <laughs> yeah, of this in love. Let's hear it. <laughs> I think the mo is. Let's get it 90% there. But when we can see the finish line, let's sit down. (laughs) Let's not completely finish because that last 10% is just full of details that are such boring tactical pieces. And we'll just sort that out later. Right. But it's all under the guise of creativity. It's (laughs) all under the guise of, oh, it'll be fine. Just release it before it's perfect.
1: (laughs) that is my favorite thing I, I definitely know. like releasing things before they're done the other uh-huh, thing no uh-huh. no offense to the sales people
0: oh here we who are go. listening
1: or are also just in <laughs> on the podcast uh <laughs> I, I, I I always short-circuit the sales
0: yeah I know part
1: of this whole equation right yes. you and I've been through this before
0: a gazillion times
1: and like I always skip I always just like gloss over the sales yes. part. I know it's an important part. Oh, do you? It takes time. <laughs> really? <laughs> do I? <laughs> I have I have um I have a book around here that says sales is important, but I can't find <laughs> it right now.
0: Oh my gosh. You know, just for the listener's sake too, I would just like to remind everyone listening that the half of the two halves of us, your half is operations, design, marketing, all the other stuff. My half is 100% sales, <laughs> right? So I don't know. I might be sounding a little bitter or sarcastic <laughs> about your disinterest in the sales portion. Oh, uh,
1: yes. yes. Well, this is all to say, um, <laughs> it's like a lot of times we do th- the same behavior over and over even though we like absolutely no it's not what we should be doing yes. like I know I should have had all of that stuff done way ahead yeah. of time and I yep. know that it's important and I know like I know like right now my feeling <laughs> that everything is super uncoordinated and not executing well bugs me like yeah. I don't like this feeling right I know like I had oh this is the this is the great part you love this part. Like, I have to go respond to this customer with, (laughs) like, who wants to buy our product?
0: Oh, you're going to be the salesperson? I mean, all of that's not going to go well. you're the salesperson today. Wow.
1: Yeah. Want it? Yes or no? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, how much is it? I don't know yet. Just say yes or no. I'll tell you later. (laughs) <laughs> There's this great movie called Tin Men, and it's all about sales and bad sales tactics. It's from the early 80s. And honestly, if you've been in sales or you're around salespeople, it's one of the funniest movies. It's these two guys that go door to door and they sell tin house siding, right? Hmm. And it's like all the cliches of sales. So like they go to one place, knock on the door, and they're like, Do you want to buy this siding? And the guy's like, well, how much is it? And he says, well, how much do you want it to be? <laughs> and the And the house owner goes... How much do I want? I want it to be a dollar. I want it to be a dollar. That's what I want it to be. And the guy goes, Mr. Bobowski, you're not being honest with me. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my gosh. There actually is an art to good sales. <laughs> there,
1: I, I agree. All right. I, I won't beat I, you I'm up anymore. I'm not trying to like well, disrespect try not all to. the salespeople, but I'll
0: try not to beat you up anymore. I can't promise anything. But let's go back to your idea that we keep redoing things. Yeah that we know are just not helpful for us.
1: Right. Like I I like I clearly like if you were to zoom out on like what I just did. <laughs> yes. Um I clearly like just navigated myself into this position. Like it was all extremely predictable. Like actually I was <laughs> actually like <laughs> the um our head of engineering. Ray has been on me about this very problem for like a couple of months. He's like, Hey, we're the, the product's getting close. It's about, you know, we're going to ship it. It's getting close. What are you doing about sales? I keep on ignoring him. And I keep on ignoring this morning, him. like, I seriously didn't even want to log on to Slack because <laughs> I knew I was just going to get it from him.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you know what? As much as I'm having fun torturing you, I too have had the exact same week where I have replicated my own demise so bad this week. Like <laughs> so badly. <laughs> my thing is, you know, I don't know why we do it. I I honestly don't. I don't know why we continually see what things are going to set us back and we do them anyway over and mm-hmm. over and over again. So my particular brand of I don't know, whatever you want to call it. My particular brand in this conversation is that I overbook myself. Mm. I overbook myself and I say yes when I should say no. Okay, so that's a salesperson tra- trait. That piece is a salesperson trait, right? Yep. I just think, oh, that's okay if I've got eighty five things booked in eight hours. I'll just figure it out and we'll just get through it. Tomorrow will be different. <laughs> and then I and then I see, oh, actually, I did the same thing tomorrow. Oh, turns out I did that every single day this week. So I overbook myself. And this has been something that I have done forever.
1: Yeah, like I remember Uh, like a few months ago, you were like completely overwhelmed. And then you're like, oh, no, JJ, it's getting better because like, you know, a couple (laughs) of my clients are going to drop off and then I'm just going to not replace them. And it's going to be great.
0: Yeah. I and took, then here you are. Yeah, I took two new clients last week, not to mention the ones before. So, my daughter, very simply, when I now she watches me running back and forth and back and forth, trying to use the bathroom in between calls, mm. trying to eat a meal when you would normally have it at lunchtime. And here I am at three o'clock or whatever. And she just looks at me, says nothing, and her eyebrows just go up. <laughs> that's that's her way of helping me through it. <laughs> Until yesterday, she brought me her computer screen, and it was an entire. She had Google imaged supply and demand, <laughs> supply and demand oh. um, Excel spreadsheet.
1: Oh, she's trying to give you like an economics lesson.
0: <laughs> yeah, she thought if I saw the visual of what I was actually doing, that I might make some <laughs> different decisions. So she's trying to. T- and I'm like, no, you don't understand. This is a personality flaw.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, and you know what, though? I'm so fried by the end of the week when I do this. And mm. I had an admin, Lisa, bless her heart. She tried to corral me for nine years. And she used to say, you have got to stop scheduling things in between when I schedule you. You yeah. have got to stop scheduling things back to back. You need to give yourself at least 30 minutes between. And I was like, oh yeah, that is such a good idea. I'll do that next week. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still saying the same thing years later. <laughs> Why do we do that, these things?
1: I don't know. That's a great question. <laughs> yeah. So it is like back, again, back to like the, the bigger question here is like, we do seem to repeat the same kind of behavior over and over. Yes. Um, and obviously like we're creatures of habit, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And habits actually one of the things that in a lot of ways allows us to get kind of a lot done or free our brains to think about things that, um, are a bit more complicated, you know, like, like, uh, if you had to really think about you know, walking, or if you really needed to think about how to brush your teeth anew every <laughs> single time, that would be yeah, a problem.
0: Right? That's true.
1: So there's all these little habits, right? Yeah. Um. Every day. And a lot of times, when we talk about habit, it seems like we do talk about like, small habits. Yeah, right. right. But yeah. we have what I would say, like, like, really big habits that play out over a period of time that we that are, are in some ways, like harder to recognize, right? Like, it's easy for me to recognize the habit of me, like, um, being hungry and going to grab a Snickers. Right? Yeah, yeah. Midday. Right? That's, a that's a fairly easy habit. It's harder to see these broader habits that maybe happen, like get yeah. triggered and sort of set off and unfold over like a week or a month.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of this stuff also has to do with our own expectations of what it looks like to be successful. Hmm. I really do. I think, you know, like the, ha- the the thinking habits, what you're talking about are, you know, the, the biological habits would be one thing, you know, like, like, for example, I have a client who was just like exploded on the zoom screen when I saw her. And she said, I quit smoking, Melissa, I quit smoking. And I haven't even thought about it for two weeks. And she was so excited. And that was how she described her habit as not being much of a tobacco habit as much as a physical habit of after I have this meeting, I go outside. And when I go outside, I always smoke. Mm -hmm. Like she had the physical. So like that's the awareness piece. So I think like we have a lot of physical habits that we create for security, safety, consistency. Like I think there's a whole bunch of that. But it's the it's the it's the habits that I think are formed that are the more mental habits that the stories we tell ourselves are habitual. Mm-hmm. You know, like the story that I tell myself, like, no, if I have six coaching hours plus a board meeting in one day, I will be just fine. Mm. You won't Not be. so. No, yeah. but, but I tell myself that this time will be different somehow. Why is that? I mean, I think it's because I am convincing myself somehow that I quote, should be able to, or this isn't, you know, this is normal. Like this is what success is. I I don't, I don't know. I think there's some Mm -hmm. other reasons that into that come into play when it comes to this kind of stuff and our interaction with other people, the habits that have to do with interacting with other people.
1: Yeah. Or I'd say I would actually, maybe even for you pull that out to like a more like, um, part of your driver for taking on too many Clients could be like a, you know, simply like a scarcity thing. Like, oh, I better get the business while I have it. Yeah, right? right. Lots of us, yeah. downtrodden entrepreneurs. Like, especially <laughs> you know, like when we yeah. to go through hard times, like it really leaves it a mark. Really mark, yeah, leaves a deep groove of like, if we've got business, we should take it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's hard to turn away business. After you've been through some like really low times,
0: yeah, 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 no, i I think there may there may be something in that too. I hadn't considered that this morning, but, yeah, I'm sure that that's true because there have been times in my, you know, I've had the authentic leader now for twenty years. Um, mm-hmm. actually, next month is twenty years, October. um and I think that there have been at least three times where the business completely pivoted to something totally different and it Mm -hmm. required me to have different clients um, to represent different products and services um, and was really, really scary. Mm. You know, now that hasn't happened. The last time that I had a real big pivot in the business was probably 11 years ago or 10 years ago. But yeah, you're right because I went from making a very comfortable living to next to nothing with a lot of responsibility for almost a whole year. Mm-hmm. Employees, rent, <laughs> you know, all the stuff. <laughs> but not having the same means to bring money in. And yeah, you're right. That piece must have something to do it with it, even though that was so long ago. It must. I don't yeah. know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Diagnose your 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 overbooking. <laughs> we should have other people on the podcast with, with, and we can diagnose their problems. <laughs> um, That'd be a
0: nice departure. That's a te- yeah. good departure.
1: it <laughs> says diagnosing our own problems. Well, <laughs> the question, the, one of the things I I like about this conversation is just like, uh, well, first, it's good for you and I to just reflect, yeah. sort of on our own, yeah, like our, sure. on our own thinking patterns and and watching our own behaviors and helping each other that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I was trying to, th- I was. Re- thinking here, like, over the past few months when I've really been, uh, like, not doing the thing I should be doing, sort of, like, repeating that yep. that same behavior, Yeah, it's interesting because part of it is just comfortable, right? Like, part of it's just, like...
0: Yeah, you've done like it so many I'm, times, you don't have to think Right, twice. like, I'm just
1: going to do the thing I've done, and, like, I know I'm going to, st- like, step in it later, but yeah, we're just going to do that. And then part of it I didn't I I do know better. And it was a little uncomfortable. So there's there was like yeah. A, yeah, yeah. a mixed emotion happening mm-hmm. when I I I knew what I was doing by by ignoring this part of the business wasn't yeah. really good. But is also just the thing that was comfortable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you've done so, it a bunch of times, so you didn't have to think hard to do what you always do. Yeah. Some of it's just, sec- it feels like it's such hard work to change or to push through that last 10% or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah,
1: And if we're going <laughs> to self-diagnose where that comes from, it's I think it's because when, when I first started the company- Mm-hmm. My 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 ex business partner mm-hmm. was the salesperson, and yep. I was always like I said, the operations and yep. uh, design and technical person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I just like like to throw the sales part <laughs> to someone else. <laughs> but there's no one over there now. <laughs> it's like I threw the ball. There's no one there to catch it. You,
0: you should stand ball. in front of a brick wall and do that then. Cause t- t- typically yeah. the ball will come back.
1: <laughs> you
0: just gotta be watching for it though.
1: <laughs> but that's, that's a thing, right? There's lots of times where probably in as, as people progress in their careers, mm-hmm. they were used to, uh, some amount of responsibility or, yeah. or a particular interaction or a particular scenario playing out. Right. Things have changed right. and we keep doing yep. the old behavior, the old thinking. Yep. Um, but it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. And, and how so many... how do we identify that before we keep Replicated. repeating that same thing? Yeah. Yeah.
0: How many years have you had the company?
1: Um. Okay, so we started at like 97, so we'd have yeah. to math that at like 23, 24. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, That's a yeah. long time.
0: It is a long time because I think it, you're, I think when you start things, like even in my practice too, you're a lot more impressionable. When mm. you brand new start something, the habits that you're forming are really brand new and you're really, <clears throat> sorry about that, very intentional. Yeah. And you practice and practice because you don't want to screw up. You Mm. haven't, you haven't proven to yourself yet that you, you're good. Mm -hmm. You're good either way.
1: So if you think about from like a career perspective, you're kind of almost saying like, we should be careful of those maybe early career experiences to make Mm -hmm. sure that they're not actually putting uh, too big of a habit or impression on our current thinking now that we're like farther along.
0: Yeah. in our careers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I'm saying. Cause I think it it isn't even the actual career. It's how you thought about yourself in it. Mm -hmm. You know, how you thought about what you needed to do to be successful and how you practiced and how you were more intentional because you hadn't done it very much yet. You know, whatever that was, whatever that was, whether it was running the business, whether it was being a salesperson, whether it was in accounting, whether it was being in IT, you know, you you had to think about things differently mm-hmm. so that you could sort of hone your skill. Well, then after you've had some success with that, and both of us have had success in that piece, right, um, and things do start to change and shift, and I do think there's an element of, I hate to use the word laziness, because that doesn't sound like either one of us, but I think there's a an element of mental laziness. It's easier to just keep rolling than it is to reevaluate and truly shift your thinking mm-hmm. into something different.
1: Like, well, th- yeah, because, because like the brain is lazy. Yeah. Like the reason habits exist yeah. are for, yeah. they're like all mental shortcuts, right?
0: Yes, exactly. To just
1: expend mental the shortcuts. least amount of energy possible, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so some of those mental shortcuts, again, like are super useful, but if we're not paying attention to which, big mental shortcuts we might be taking, we could get ourselves in some hot water.
0: Exactly right. Because what we aren't considering with the mental shortcut is the emotional perspective, the, 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 the feeling perspective of a mental shortcut feels so good when it's working really really well but then mm-hmm. if something on the outside or something in our reality shifts just a little bit and we're still exercising those so, those same mental shortcuts we don't get the same payoff it doesn't feel as good like yeah. like you were just saying you know with this ex- this example that you were talking about it's like this you know this morning <laughs> how it was like oh, now i don't feel good i'm just going to i'm going to stay away cuz i know rays really yeah. <laughs> now right?
1: I'm just going to hide
0: <laughs> and i have to say too that i was um when i looked at my calendar this week and i saw what i had set up for myself and there were and i always convinced myself well there's about 4 hours worth of stuff that um is different so it's not always like this right like i convince myself that it's it, no no it's not well there's always 4 or 5 extra hours that are not typical But Mm -hmm. somehow my mental process shortcutting said, it's okay, you'll get through it. It won't be like this tomorrow because it really isn't your fault in your planning, right? This isn't short-sighted thinking on your part. But the truth of the matter is, is that the emotional toll of this mental shortcut is reaching a point that is very uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right?
1: For sure. Yeah. Just like, just like, uh, I'm sure you're kind of squirming, like you're gonna make sure that your daughter doesn't see your calendar. <laughs> totally,
0: <laughs> she literally walked by with a Google page full of supply and demand <laughs> visuals, with the graphs.
1: I just like that that you're currently living in fear of, <laughs> like bumping into her. <laughs>
0: Well, she's more of that operational strong analytical brain and she's so darn good at it. So yeah, it is a little intimidating. So we're talking about
1: <laughs> We're talking about this like mental shortcuts and and things at work. Yeah. Um, but this happens just like on the personal side all the time too, oh, right? Like all when you're all the talking time. about um times when you would have been more sort of impressionable mm-hmm. or um or like certainly like you're more I don't know, maybe like hyper aware of, um, behaviors, interactions. Like for me, it was like when I was kind of like high school, early college age is like just hyper aware of (laughs) interactions. And, and, and those don't really apply. Right. Right. Anymore. Mm -hmm. But I still find myself like falling into those same old thinking patterns. Interesting. Even though they're not. Not very relevant today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you mean like in how you would communicate or be with people?
1: Well, yeah. In or here's here's a really simple example. Like yeah. well, pre-COVID, um for work we used to we used to throw parties. Yeah. Like uh like customer parties or whatever. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And oh, sorry, I was I was like, hey, not a work example. So here's a work example. <laughs> That's okay. It's all right. <laughs> it's okay. Um No, yeah, we used to like host these customer parties, right. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're, they're amazing. And like tons of people would show up and, um, but every single time, like an hour before those parties, I'd be like, no one's showing up, no one's coming to my party. You know what I mean? I would just get so like, I felt like I was in high school, like, it was just like, yeah, like, and it was like years and years and over and over and over and over every single time, huh? Yeah. I mean, but then, like, then the party would start and, it, like, it'd be fine. Hundreds or thousands of people would show up. You know yeah. I mean, this was fine. just like huge events. And, yeah. but why, you know, like, mm-hmm. why would I get so anxious that no one was going to show up to my party? Right. Well,
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's a mental shortcut. It's just the way that you've always thought. So, yeah. boom, you were in the situation again and you thought it again. I can give yep. you another example. So, last night, my dad. Ray Gildow is his name, was inducted into the Minnesota Fishing Hall of Fame, which is a really big deal for the fishing culture in mm-hmm. the state. And it was a pretty big event. And there were a lot of people going. Now, we haven't been going to events because of COVID, right? So the mental shortcut is, oh, this is an event. No problem. We'll go. We'll be socializing. We'll leave. Everything will be great, right? Right. But the mental shortcut is not paying attention to the emotional challenge of not only are we in a different reality right now because people have been getting sick, Mm -hmm. we also haven't been with people for a really long time. So the emotional stamina that it would take somebody, and it does take somebody, even someone like me who's highly extroverted, the emotional stamina to be with a big group of people for hours after is like, that was huge. Like sure. I was exhausted afterwards. It was all good. It was all great. It was all fun. It was super awesome to be there. And yet the mental shortcut I made was, oh, this is just an event. It's two and a half hours. We'll be on our merry way afterwards.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, not even paying attention to the emotional pieces that are part of that experience. So, yeah, I think we just do. I think we do this. We we just aren't very aware of those, how those two things intersect, you know? Yeah. <laughs> again and again and again
1: yeah (laughs) well this is good i'm gonna i like um i like uh i like how this ended up getting phrased this like mental shortcuts thing
0: yes me too
1: because we all i think we can all really think about what mental shortcuts we're taking um and how much they uh,
0: actually cost
1: yeah They're not that short.
0: (laughs) And, And they're very costly. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people third, sign up for our newsletter at the This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.